Welcome to the Confident and Courageous Clarity Podcast with me, Jatia Jones. Join us weekly for everything clarity. The truth is, once you have clarity, you'll have the confidence and courage to succeed in life and business. If you're new to the podcast, you should know my goal is to help you gain the clarity needed to transform your visions, goals, or dreams into reality. So let's jump right into today's episode. For my OG listeners, you all know that the podcast was birthed from the evolution of Mocha Monday's tip of the week. So when we moved to the podcast, I couldn't just leave you without your mocha. Therefore, at the beginning of each episode, I give you your drop of mocha and you are to implement it throughout the week to help inch you closer and closer to clarity. This week's drop of mocha is, you have only one life to live, live it for you. On the backs of National Daughters Day and our guest speaking on Mama Trauma, I want you to always remember, it's your life. And who gonna check you, boo? This week's guest is Ramisha Nicole. She's the COO and founder of Finance Therapy & Co., a coaching and consulting company that focuses on the holistic approach to financial freedom. The heart of her purpose is to help Christian millennial women experience freedom from unhealed mama trauma that continues to affect and infect every area of their lives, including their finances. The goal is to help them experience true freedom in order to live a life that's purposefully and financially free. What if she told you she found financial freedom through God healing her from childhood trauma? What if she also told you that an unhealed mother wound was connected to an infecting her finances decades later. As the internal debt collector, she helps you to rid the mental, emotional, physical, relational, and spiritual debt that has a stronghold on your finances via powerful and transformative speeches, one-on-one coaching, group coaching, consulting, as well as her weekly podcast, The Ramesha Nicole Show. Hello, ma'am. Hi, Jatia. How are you, love? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm so good. Like, I can't believe, like, we're just so geeked up. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, because I am so, well, what you already know, I love you to pieces, but I'm so excited about today's topic because I really feel like mama trauma is real and it's something that we don't talk about a lot I know I have a small circle of us that talk about it but also in the essence when it comes to finance right because money makes the world go round no matter what we desire think um in that nature but we pick up a lot of those skills from parents and they are human and they can only give what they give and they don't know what they don't know. And so the fact that you're going out here and helping these millennials get it together, girl, in a holistic approach just makes my whole heart happy. Well, thank you for having me, boo. You know, I love you and you know what our underlying um, joke is. So I love you to pieces too. And thank you for having me. Um, And like you said, mama trauma is something we, in culture and society, we tend to focus on daddy wounds. Mm-hmm. So many people are overlooking those inner mother wounds. And I didn't know that that was the thing that was keeping me spiraling and over thousands upon thousands of dollars of debt. But 
it's a it's a real thing but again thank you for having me and I can't wait to dive into the to the conversation okay well to get started they've heard your bio and everything but tell the people who you are what you do Okay, so hello everyone. My name is Ramesha Nicole from RamishaNicole.com. I'm known as the internal debt collector. And the reason why I call myself the internal debt collector is because my personal belief is that, you know, debt freedom isn't just about the finances, but that true debt freedom is in your mind, body, and soul. And if you are not, and I repeat all caps, if you are not, whole and complete in those areas. It's not going to only affect, but infect your finances. So you know how so many people are like, oh yeah, sis, she snatched my edges. I'm here to come and snatch that internal debt because the real debt that you've accumulated is internal. And it's time for you to rid that so that you can fully and freely pursue your life's calling purpose, which is ultimately going to manifest in how you you know show up and manage your money. So that's who I am, what I do. And I'm also the host of the Ramesh Nicole Show podcast. Come on, internal debt collector. That sounds like a whole sitcom on somebody's station. Like, I think we should make this a thing. Because um, yes, I can I'm bored. big lights, okay? Um, I love that. I really do. Okay, so tell me more about, like, your stance, your theory, your thoughts on the internal piece. Like, and, and the reason why I'm asking that question is because I know from personal experience, right, it's those things that you don't know that you don't know and people kind of expect you to know them, mm-hmm. especially when you get to be a certain age. Mm-hmm. But identifying those internal things takes a lot of work because, or assistance, right? Because they become normalized and that's just your normal. And so you really don't see it as a problem. So like, what is, what is your thought process on the internal piece and why they should really tap into that? So about three years ago in 2018, I lived abroad. I moved to Qatar, which is Qatar. We say Qatar, but you know, that's just how we talk. Um, But it's pronounced Qatar, which is one of the wealthiest countries in the world. And during my time there, there was a quote that I came into contact with. And the name of the book is Understanding Your Potential by Dr. Miles Monroe. And it said, don't be satisfied with who, what, or where you are. And that really stuck out to me. The who, who are you? The what are you? The why, why do you behave the way that you do? Why do you show up the way that you do, right? What I didn't realize was that I had been running from my brokenness. I had been running from dealing with a seed of rejection and a seed of abandonment that had followed me from the time when I was five years old. Because... A few months prior to that, I was scheduled to go on an 11 month mission trip journey. And the Lord told me, and literally, because I thought I was doing something holy for the kingdom, I was trying to do something right, right? Needing that validation. The Lord told me to not go. He told me to stop running and to deal with my debt. Now, at the time, I was in $10,000 worth of credit card debt and I was upside down on a car loan. But what I didn't realize is going back to Cutter was that what I was running from, because I had my bathroom floor moment in a hotel style apartment. And I was like, Lord, I'm broken and I need you to fix me. I didn't realize that that rejection, that need for validation, that need for acceptance was the culprit to why I had accumulated all that money, all that debt. And the seed of where it is planted. And since then, since 2018, I've really been on this journey of, of being in search of freedom through those unhealed trauma wounds 
And one of the things that God revealed to me was that that was the moment of where the seed had taken, where it began to manifest itself. When I was five years old, after my parents had gotten divorced, there was a time when my mother didn't walk me outside to meet and greet my daddy and it left me feeling rejected. And so what continued to happen was because I didn't get her safety and security and her validation in that moment, it continued to manifest and show itself in my young adulthood, in my teenage years. And even I'm 35 now, I'm, I'm still noticing that those are still things that he's still purging and healing from me. But if you don't get to the seed and the root, because your money is just a byproduct of why you are the way you are, who you are, who do you say you are? What do you believe about yourself? If you don't feel that you are necessary, if you don't feel that you are important, if you don't feel that you have a purpose, you are going to continue to chase things and chase money, right? Or chase validation and you swipe on a credit card because you're going on trips to fill a void. Hello, somebody. That was me. Come on now. Right. Shopping, Shopping right? utilizing these things to feel what you're really feeling the degrees and the certification some of us have more degrees than a thermometer now as someone who just left the the field of education for 12 years i'm not saying that there's anything wrong with furthering your education and studying to make yourself because the words is study yourself to make yourself approved right but when you're doing it because you want the degrees to make you feel like you have some type of significance and importance that is a problem the house you live in, the car you drive. I was getting a car every three years because that's what everybody else was doing because I wanted to fit in. Upside down, upside down, upside down. Oh, I won't put zero dollars down and you still constantly putting yourself in a hole. Again, that validation, I wanted to fit in. I wanted to be seen. I wanted to be heard because in that moment when I was a, a, a little girl, I wasn't seen, I wasn't heard. And my little girl continued to be in the driver's seat of my life. So that is why it is so important for you to heal the seed. Don't just pull up the root. Get down to the seed. Get down to the seed of your inner wounds and why you keep showing up the way you show up. Girl, listen, that's a whole word in itself. Like, I, I'm, I'm really big on course correcting, right? And so going to therapy myself helped me to see some of that DNA, generational curses, cycles, behaviors that I picked up that left me in the same situations, even though I had the seed also planted inside of me that I wanted so much more, yeah, so much more. And guys, I know she said earlier, the inside joke between us is we're, we're talking about the yacht club life, right? Like this is, this is what we're going for. Yes. Yacht club, yacht, not just we renting a yacht. No, 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 no. We are owning the yacht. And I want to speak on that because when you are in a certain situation, there will be times I you know, would ask for things and it would be like, no, we don't have any money for that. Or even just growing up on my dad's side of the family and growing up in a rural area and just seeing a certain level of, it was poverty. Mm -hmm. In my finite mind, I didn't think that I could even have access to things like that. God mm -hmm. allowed me to go live in the wealthiest country of the world. So that, yeah, that's how y'all clip that is, y'all. Child, yeah. get your mind right. Get your mind. 
that's a whole word in itself too because like seriously the the premise behind like my nonprofit is to expose the kids to things that they don't ever see every day and people that look like them that have those things because it's so crazy being within the same family I've heard oh you different because no we grown up in the same area with the same family it's yes you know some are better and some are worse when it comes to your your parents actions and things and choices that they decide to make but at the end of the day, you really do have access to any and everything that your heart's desire can imagine. But if you don't see it and you go back to the same environment, you think the same things. I know young ladies that are in, living in the same projects that their grandmother was living in. Got 500 million kids before 25. And again, not to say that anything's wrong with that. If that's your heart's desire, however, comma, my goal and wish and prayer for other people is that the next generation can start where they left off. They don't have to start at the exact same place that you left off or, you know, your mom left off, like make it a little bit better, dream bigger, make opportunities accessible for the next generation, which is why I love that you're dealing with millennials too. Um, But going back to that internal piece, we all have those lessons that we have to learn on our own. My mama tried to tell me about the credit card, but they got me with the t-shirt, right? In freshman year. And that was a lesson I had to learn over and over and over again into adulthood. But it was because of that internal piece that I had not identified. It was because I was trying to fit in. It was because I can't even say fit in. It was because I wanted to, I wanted what I wanted, how I wanted, when I wanted, even if I had the money to have it. I was going to get it because I kid my mom that she has a money tree in the backyard. I don't know where this money coming from, but she'll go out. She'll get it if she wanted, how she wanted, when she wanted. I picked up the exact same behavior, but the seed inside of me wanted so much more. And so something had to change for that to happen. Mm-hmm. And I still try to get her to change that seed because her seed is shopping to fill a void okay. when she's sad, when she's, and I identify it, but she doesn't. Yeah. And me pointing it out to her has not helped. Um, it just made her frustrated at me, right? Yeah. But really sitting in your own mess, organizing it and turning it from shit to fertilizer, basically. That's it. That part. That part. And using it to grow. Yeah. Yeah. Excuse my language, but deal with your shit. Period. Period. As funky as it is, sit in it. And a lot of people don't, they don't, I don't, I don't want to say they don't have the capacity. They don't have the desire to sit in it. They want to use coping mechanisms like sweeping stuff under the rug, not realizing that that's going to become a mound and turn into this elephant that you can't avoid. Right. But you sit in it. You have to deal with your demons. You have to deal. I was having a conversation with a friend. And I was like, you have to deal with your demons. We cannot keep pushing things under the rug and pretending that they don't exist. Because again, like me, that spirit of rejection, that spirit of abandonment, though that insecurity, low self-esteem, it followed me to the other side of the world. And on Instagram and Facebook, people are like, oh, baby girl, you're living what an experience. Yes, it was an experience that changed my life. It was the experience that got me to on my face before God for me to tell him the truth that I was broken, that needed to be healed. 
So, yeah. And, you know, it'll lead you. So I wore this shirt on purpose today. Purpose doesn't equal poverty because a lot of times for us on this purpose journey, dealing with not dealing or not being able to identify those internal things, uh, we have lived a life of very flexible boundaries, right? We set them, but we don't stand in them. And then along with them comes this, this shame of, you know, she thinks she better than. I'm going to need y'all out there to say, yes, I do. Um, And be okay with that. But people don't want to charge for purpose stuff for whatever reason. They feel bad about it. And I'm here to tell you that they don't go together. Purpose and poverty do not go together. And to your point, which is why I wanted to have you on here, because as people walk on their purpose journey, I need them to be able to hear you because you know sometimes it doesn't always land when it comes from me or their family or whoever right Right. but hear other people really talk about why it's important where it stems from how to get out of your own way and what they need to do to really be able to prosper because you can't feed if you're not fed at the end of the day you're going to burn out you're going to be broke you're going to be hungry and how can you help somebody else walk in their purpose or live out your purpose which is God's destiny for you. So like you just gave us a whole word and like mic drop moments all in like two minutes. Yeah, but I want to share something with you because what it sounds like, and again, I'm very open, honest, vulnerable, and transparent about what God is doing in my life. Um, he, you know, you and I've had the conversation. He's called me off of my job from full-time education into full-time entrepreneurship, but this is more so a ministry. So my brand is my ministry, who I am. This is ministry. Ministry doesn't necessarily mean that I'm behind a pulpit or that I'm inside of a church, right? Right. Me healing. Think about what it says in Isaiah. He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me to set the captives free. That is my purpose. That is my ministry. It doesn't look like that. And so what God was revealing to me over these six months, as you and I have talked about, this has been more so a whole another level of my wholeness and my healing journey. Because if I don't heal my wounds, my wounds are going to spill over onto the people that God has called to my voice. And I get on prophetic planning for your day, um, Tuesday through Fridays. That's a part of my um, of my routine and my regime that God has given me um, in this season. And I heard Pastor Chandler Bailey say, he said, God wants you to be a whole-year before he wants you to be a millionaire child. And that literally almost took me out. A whole-year before you are a millionaire. Pastor Chandler said that. And I was like, and it co- coincides with what I believe. If you are not whole and free from your internal wounds, it's going to affect and infect every area of your life, including your finances. So I say that to say what it sounds like when people aren't charging their worth, uh, when they are charging what they're worth is because they don't feel that they are worthy of it. And God had to reveal that to me because he's called me to um, do something specific for my podcast. And yesterday in my closet, like y'all, I spent a lot of time in the closet with Jesus, me, Jesus, God, Holy Spirit. We real tight. Like we done got real, real tight in these last six months because that's really all I have to depend on. And like you and I were talking before, he's placed certain people in my life to help push me into purpose and for me to do the same with them. But he had to tell me the reason why you don't want to do this. Like he literally dropped it in my spirit yesterday. He said, the reason why you don't want to do it is because you are still dealing with that. Not that you're not worthy that people will even sow into your podcast. 
So when we, and again, it goes back to a moment that you didn't heal from. Where did I not feel that I was unworthy of this? When did something happen or someone tell me or someone show me that I wasn't worthy of it? You don't have to eat on breadcrumbs. God wants, listen, you are royalty. And girl, that listen, now that I've been really walking in this and I know who I am and I'm walking more who I am, when he say royalty, I want you to think about, think about royal families. Think about royal families. They don't dine on cereal and milk. They dine on five, six, and seven course meals. So God, you want me, and I said this to him this morning. I said, Abba, so you really want me to be out here? And and for those of you that are listening, I'm from Houston, Texas. Um, And there's this restaurant that I've been wanting to go to for a really long time. And God told me it's it's a place called Tony's. And Tony's isn't a very cheap restaurant. God, that's, that's how you want me to live. You want me to live like Tony's. Tony's five, six course meals. Okay, I see you. But that's because I have to know who my father is and what he says about me. He owns a cattle on a thousand hill. God owns it all. Now, it's not that God is a genie or a magic in a bottle, but he wants you to see yourself at a certain status, at a certain level. You are not a peasant. You are worthy of healthy love, safety, security. You are worthy of 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 a healthy lifestyle a healthy marriage a healthy relationship with friends you are worthy of those things but if you don't see yourself like that it's going to impact your purpose come on now and you know i really think it's it unfortunately is a cultural thing i think it has to do you know and i try not to relate everything to systemic situations and issues but it is what it is right and because we were taught for so long to be grateful and thankful for scraps Mm -hmm. our ancestors were thankful and grateful for scraps Mm -hmm. and being from the south you don't get too big for your britches you know like these are things that are just embedded in us generationally Mm-hmm. And I was listening to, um, I forget the guy on TikTok, but he was telling this whole story about the pot roast. And the little girl saw her mom cooking a pot roast and said, mom, why do you cut off both ends? Because I saw my mama do it. So the little girl went and asked her grandmother, well, grandmama, why you cut off both ends? And she said, because I saw my mama do it. And so she went and asked her great grandmother and her grandma, great grandmother said, oh, baby, because it was too big to fit in the oven. So for two more generations, they were wasting food, just doing things that they saw the other do without asking a question, Mm -hmm. without asking why, without real true understanding, just going through the motions of doing because once, once was. And this is why course correcting is so important to me, because we could be doing and having these beliefs of past generations without really knowing the why behind it. And it doesn't serve you anymore. It doesn't serve where you've been placed. And God has cherry plucked us to walk in the line of purpose that is for us. He's not going to pick garbage to do his job, do his mission. So you have to be worthy. You have to be royalty, like you said, to be able to be cherry plucked to do the work. Yeah. And you have to see yourself the way that he sees you but you know what that stems from that is a poverty mindset mm-hmm. it's, it's going from survival mode to thriving and that's what I speak about all the time because I tell people I was born in survival mode I was born mm-hmm. to a single mother that was trying to make ends meet so we could live the life that 
she could afford for us to live, right? And so for me, it became normalized. Mm -hmm. It it became normalized to uh, be like, okay, well, I won't get that, but I'll get this. Or, you know, me and my friends used to call it bootleg fashion. We would bootleg it until that fake it till you make it type of thing. And I could have continued on in that mindset, but I did have the opportunity and the resources to go and have a better life, have a better job because I was able to have those opportunities. And I, I had to course correct. I had to mentally, internally, like we said earlier, deal with our own, look up, look myself in the mirror and be like, that doesn't serve me anymore. Yeah. And be okay with the, oh, who she thinks she is or wow. the comments or the, you think, think you too good now that you don't went to school. Y'all, the country in the South, you will hear some things, but, yeah. and they're all shameful, made to make, make you demean yourself to their level, mm-hmm. either because they can or they won't Yeah, do better. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Even your own family. Majority of your of them are your family because they what what it is is you're projecting your insecurities onto me mm-hmm. because i believe god gives everybody the same 24 hours seven mm-hmm. days a week how you choose to manage it how you choose to use it is up to you mm-hmm. yeah that's good that's and so you good. know i even because you know i I hear that and I always think Beyonce, right? And I'll say all the time, we got the same 24 hours, but we ain't got the same 24 hours because she got a chef, a personal trainer. (laughs) She has those other resources, but at the same time, she gives in excellence when she gives us a concert, when she puts out music because she's fed so she can feed. She's not charging you $2 for her concert and go out there and give you a $100 ticket worth of a performance. No, she's charging pricing for her tickets because now she's feed so she can, she can, she's fed so she can feed. And I need people to realize that you can do more with more and it doesn't have to come from a greedy mindset. It doesn't have to come with um, the whole thing of just take, take, take. But you gotta, you gotta start from somewhere. You can do more with more. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. And that's, that's the only way to push forth the vision that God has for the earth. That is the only way your children have to be fed. Mm -hmm. When your husband have to go on a vacation so that y'all can maintain what he gave you. Invest in thyself. We can pay $5 a day for some Starbucks, but you can't pay to go to therapy. Oh, okay. Or even Bojangles. I ain't even going, for those of you that ain't Starbucks, you can yeah. pay 7 to $8 for Chick-fil-A, Bojangles, wherever you want to call it. And like you said, you can't go to therapy. But you can't go to therapy. That is a problem. That is a problem. But yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a crabs in a bucket mentality. It's a poverty mentality. Child, I could go on and on about that. <laughs> I, me and you both. And I, and I know, like I said before, your environment depicts what you believe. And so you believe that that's the majority when it's really not. Mm-hmm. You do really do have more people out there that want to help those that want to help themselves though. Because mm-hmm. it's not Robin Hood out here. Because right. we're out here working hard to, to make things happen. It just doesn't happen overnight. So right. no, I'm not just going to give you $1,000 just because you ask. No, no I'm yeah. not. 
(laughs) but I'll help you if you want to help yourself. Yeah. And the Bible says it. he says he gives you the power to generate wealth. He gives us all gifts. Look at your hands. Everything you need is inside your hand. Stop looking for a handout. And I can speak on that because at one point that was me. I was thinking that everybody's supposed to give, give, give to me. No, 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 Ramisha, you got to go grow up. Start yourself off. Like go ask for coaching. Okay. You've, and they said that this morning, enough of the free stuff, the freebies, the free webinars, the free, you don't need another, you don't need another freebie. It's time to invest. What is going to change the trajectory of your life? You have it. You can make, you can make, you can make, you can make it happen. You can make it happen. Yeah. And investing in myself is what propelled me because I tell people all the time, you can DIY all day long. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm going to let because Hershey me did it. DIY for years. Yeah. But that moment I invested in myself saved me easily two years mm-hmm. in like nine months. Nine months versus two years. Look how much time you got back. Reclaiming the time, right? and girl just the fact that like time is the one resource we can't make more of we can't get it back and time is money period so even if you wanted to just pay yourself five dollars an hour think how much money you saved yeah yeah like it's it's banana so investing in yourself and i had to pay about that pray about that price tag i say it all the time i will continue to say it because i did yeah But it was so worth it. It was beyond worth what I paid. Yeah. I want to share this. And I feel this for somebody. Stop going to the clearance rack. It is time for you to pay full price. Come on. And God had to reveal that to me. Stop going. Stop going to the clearance rack. You can pay full price now. Girl, you just made me think about something. Um, Oh, I don't even. I saw it. A friend sent me this meme the other day and it said, you're sitting in first class, but you keep going back to coach. Oh, let's talk about that. Let's sit on that for a second. People feel that you have to ride and coach you again, going back to that poverty mindset. What makes you think that you're not worthy of flying in first class? Oh, she thinks she better than us. Why would you spend your money? Because I want to put my feet up and watch a movie and drink me a nice orange juice, Martin, uh, orange juice mimosa. Come on now, start vacation the right way. And start vacation again. By God's grace, he allowed me to move to the wealthiest country in the world. And I feel that he allowed me to go there for a reason so that I could be exposed to things. Mm -hmm. The wealth that is in that country, Lord Jesus, they do waste a lot of money, but Jesus, they do. But the entrepreneurial spirit, like he allowed me to be there so I could see how these people were running their businesses. It's a coffee shop, a tea shop. And I was like, you got this coffee shop here. You got this tea shop here. You got this coffee shop here, but ain't nobody in competition because in their mind, they know it's enough. They know it's enough, right? They know in their mind, it's enough for each of us. Yeah. Cause nobody can do it like you can. Right. Right. Even if we have the same exact same thing in our hands, it's going to come out looking different every time. Right. Because heaven's resources do not have a shortage. I'll say it again for the people. There, it's that. not a shortage of heaven's resources. And I heard somebody say that they were like, so too many of you don't want to launch and don't want to push 
because you see everybody else and you're like, oh, it's not no space for me. You are uniquely gifted. Even if you aren't meant to go start a business, I'm not saying that everybody's meant to start a business or write a book, but just think about if you want to go apply, you work for a corporate uh, Fortune 500 corporation and you want to go and apply for a position, they can create a position for you. And will. And they will. It's room enough for us all. We don't have to, again, be in competition with each other. It is enough. And I saw that by living there. Not only that, with traveling with first class. Girl, having access to those lounges. I was like, Jesus, where where I been? Come on. And not just any lounge. The top tier lounge of the lounges. And I'm just like, what? But just to be able to see that there is no shortage of anything in this world. No shortage. So you two things came to mind when you said that, because you said there is enough. And I want everybody to know that you are enough because there is enough. And then on top of that, you said you were in the top tier lounge, not just any lounge. And a lot of times people will sit there and say, I end up in places I weren't, I wasn't meant to be. If you're there, you're meant to be there. Yeah. And you're there for a reason and a purpose. Your purpose and reason was to expose you, open your eyes so you can start on this trajectory to help others mm-hmm. become free, mm-hmm. free to be. And so I, those two things came to mind when you said that, because I was just like, you have to be enough because there is enough. Yeah. Yeah. And there are people that are, okay, for those of us that are single, okay, going back to that worth. There is some, and I talked to a young lady today. I did. I talked to a young lady in the gym today and she's a young girl. She's in her early twenties and she has two kids and she's like, you know, and I said, I don't know if you feel this way. And it just came to me. I said, I don't know if you feel this way. I said, but just because you have two children does not mean that there is not going to be a man that is going to come into your life that is going to love you, that is going to honor you, that is going to respect you and take on your children as your as his own. Just because it didn't work out with the father of your child and he's you know saying these things to you to make you feel, no, 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 no. You are worthy of healthy love. You are worthy. So for those of you who are single, like myself, and again, this is something that God has really been stripping and dealing with me. You are worthy of healthy love. You are worthy of safety and security. You are worthy of love and belonging. You are worthy of that. You are worthy of that. You don't have to settle for the scraps. Lord, heal me and my friend, friend and I were having a conversation right before I talked to you. My friend, he and I were talking. And I said, you want to know what my prayer has been recently? And he was like, what? I said, it was, Lord, make me whole so that I repel potential projects and counterfeits. Make me whole so that I am recognizable to my blessings. Come on then. And that doesn't, that, that can be relationships, business, finances. Everything, again, make me whole so that I can be seen. And I struggled with this in the beginning. I had some people, I went and spoke at my dad's church and people were sowing seeds. And the next day I got up, got in my closet and was counting the money that they had given and so, and I cried. 
And I was like, Lord, why am I struggling with this? He was like, because you don't feel like you're worthy for people to pour into you. Same thing with the podcast I mentioned earlier with the idea he gave me. Make me whole so that I'm recognizable to my blessings so that my I won't repel, but I will attract my blessings. I will attract that which you have for me, a new job, scholarships, grant funding. If you don't feel that you aren't worthy of that, you're going to repel it. That's why you got to heal. If you don't heal your wounds, it affects and infects every area of your life, including your finances. If I don't feel that I'm worthy of somebody sewing into my podcast, it's affecting my finances. It's affecting my business, my bottom line, my profit, my sales. It's affecting it. So, and you know, the, the old people say, as we say in the country, they're like, when people want to sow into you, don't block their blessings mm-hmm. because you're blessed when you are a blessing, right? Mm-hmm. Now, other people take that to the whole other extreme and it's like, I got to give everything away. That ain't what we're saying. Mm. But when someone wants to give to you, mm-hmm. also use your discernment to make sure that it's not a trap, you know, and that they about to turn the corner and ask you for, you know, something unreasonable or hold something over your head. But I'm a giver. So if something is on my heart to just give and or do, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And by those receiving that, it allows me to be blessed from blessing because it is coming from a genuine place. I'm not looking for anything in return. And there are people out there that that will do that. And the whole sole purpose is that when you walk in purpose mm-hmm. and or For example, you saying yes, coming on the podcast, Mm -hmm. it allows me to walk in my purpose while you do yours as well. Yes. So giving people the opportunity to walk in purpose takes you walking in purpose. Yeah. And for you to be that millionaire, like you said earlier, you got to be a whole-unaire. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be whole, mind, body, and soul. Deal with that rejection. Deal with the rejection, deal with the abandonment, deal with the low self-esteem. Go back to those moments. Maybe you didn't get picked by the volleyball team in seventh grade and you felt rejected and you you hadn't healed from that. Maybe you had a friend who betrayed you and slept with your boyfriend and you feel like I can't trust women. No, 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 no. You haven't healed from that one moment. Or like a lady I worked with and I was able to help her tap deep down inside the reason why she would always say that she was friends with guys is because she had a, a friend and they were in high school and her friend passed away from cancer. And she was like, I just don't do well with women. I was like, no, it's deeper than that. She hadn't healed from what she felt was that her friend left her. And she didn't want to experience that same hurt again. She didn't want her friend to leave. She didn't want girlfriends to leave her because God had called her to women. And she knew, but she was just like, I just struggle with this. And I was like, well, let's, let's dig deep. And through God's power working through me and helping me, we were able to tap in. It was that moment when her friend passed away and she hadn't healed from it. It doesn't necessarily have to be mama or daddy trauma. It can be any kind of wound. But if you do have that mama wound and your mama exposed you to things and she shows you things and she didn't make you feel safe and secure, you've got to deal with that. You you have a purpose of being God's child. You have the purpose of being an auntie. If you're an auntie, you have the purpose of being a friend. You have the purpose of being an employee. You have the purpose of being a wife. 
you also have the purpose of being a child of your parents. Some of us are called to actually parent our parents. Have we thought about that? Hello, somebody. <laughs> Girl, and that's, listen, that's a mission job and that, that you probably will never ask. But, you know, they say that the roles turn as age happens, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's that thing that, that, yeah, and they don't receive it very well. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. Oh, I've had some real conversations with them, child. I'm like, look here. That's what we're not going to do. And it really makes them think. And I really think, like you said, they have survival mindset. Their cognitive ability is limited because they've only been in the mindset to survive. And because they haven't dealt with you. You can't have the capacity to deal with something that you haven't quite dealt with. You only, the moment you realize that your parents are human, they're not, that they don't have a superpower of just being parents, right? It doesn't come with a cape or a rule book and that they can only give what they have the capacity to give mm-hmm. is a freeing moment. It takes time, mm-hmm. but you know, the followers know the ABC is the clarity and that's why acceptance mm-hmm. is the very first one. Mm-hmm. Because accepting people for who they are, not accepting their mistreatment of you, not accepting, you know, any other type of BS, right? But accepting that it kind of is what it is when it comes to human beings. They are who they are. They have the capacity to give what they have to give, and they're going to do what they're going to do and what mm-hmm. they want to do. Mm-hmm. Once you accept that, mm-hmm. the triggers aren't so frequently. Mm-hmm. The hurt isn't so painful. Mm-hmm. Because you kind of expect it. Mm-hmm. You expect this said behavior from this said person, or you expect this mindset from this said person. Mm-hmm. Um, and things do come in generations, right? If you don't choose to course correct. And so what I, one of the things, speaking of parents, I had to realize too, is that they love out of fear because they are in this survival mindset, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, so when you talk about entrepreneurship and working for yourself and leaving the good government job, it's the thing of, well, why can't you? Because they worked at a job their whole entire life looking for a pension. Pensions don't exist anymore. Hardly. Yeah. Ever, right. Yeah. Loyalty isn't there from, from corporations anymore. So from them, they're like, they, they want to keep us safe. And that's a good safe space for you to be able to survive and, you know, not per se have to need them, not realizing that it's toxic. So it's causing mental issues or triggering mental issues is causing anxiety, depression, health issues, stress, heart attacks, weight gain. Like it's so much that goes with staying in positions and jobs that are not in alignment with your purpose and so just being able to realize that yes this is the parent yes they possibly can love you and still project and give you you know advice coming from a space of limits and beliefs but really understanding where it's coming from from them mm-hmm. accepting that yeah gives so much more freedom to still walk your own journey and do it your own way yeah. Yeah. And that was one of the things that I had to kind of deal with, especially with coming into full-time entrepreneurship was having an, a, a hard conversation with family. I'm following in and doing what God told me to do. And that's all I want to do. I, I don't know what it's going to look like, but again, you're projecting your fears. Yeah. Because you don't feel secure in yourself or you don't feel secure enough to step out in the deep. 
My journey is not your journey. I appreciate you for loving me. I appreciate you for being concerned. However, comma, I'm going to do what it is that I've been called to do, not what box you want to keep me in. Mm-hmm. Now, that's that's a real, 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 real word, because the other thing that I always try to encourage people to realize is that we all have one life to live mm-hmm. and our parents choices are their choices. Mm-hmm. Your choices are your choices and all choices come with consequences. Some good, some bad. Right. But yeah. those are those lessons learned that help you show up um, as the better version of yourself, as Evelyn said um, when I spoke to her recently. And so not confining yourself to live out somebody else's second chance. Yeah. Do what you have to do for you with the limited time you have on this earth. And if you feel strongly deep down inside that this is what you're called to do, this is what you're supposed to do, go do that thing. Scared and all, like we talked about earlier. Yeah. And um, I shared with with Ramisha earlier that I was talking to my dad yesterday and he said, God don't want no scared soldier. Hmm. And hit me because I was like, I don't want to be trying to stand behind a scared one either because he's going to be ducking and dodging and I'm going to catch the bullet and I'm not the one supposed to be out there on the front line. And so it really, because doing this thing called purpose, doing this thing called entrepreneurship, it is, it's scary. Yeah, because it's unfamiliar territory. It's unknown. And there's a fear of the unknown. There is a fear of the unknown. Because when you're in survival mode, you don't know what's next. That's what keeps people stuck in these jobs that they hate, that they know are toxic, that doesn't pay them their work. Because that fear of the unknown people always say well I know the frying pan I'm in or the snake that I deal with and not knowing that it could be 10 times better if you just step out the frying pan it is a frying pan yeah 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 I just had a whole revelation but yeah yeah doing this scared doing this scared girl so well you know I could talk to you forever yeah. So I don't want to hold you forever. So I'm going to ask you the questions that I always ask everyone else. Okay. And um, again, there's no right or wrong answer. Um, but I just, I, I feel like it'll help people really truly gain the clarity needed mm-hmm. and what that looks like for different people in different industries, right? So they yeah. don't have the excuse of saying, well, it's different for her, right? Yeah. Okay, so our first question I always ask is, what's something you've had to or you still have to accept about your past, present, and future to free you to reach infinite heights in your business? What is something that I've had or have to accept about my past, present, and future to free me in order to... That I'm enough. That I am enough. And because I am, going back to what you said, because I am enough, because he called me enough that I don't have to be anybody other than Ramesha Nicole. That's it. Full stop, period. Yeah. I love it. Okay, what's one thing you must believe to achieve, as cliche as it sounds? That there is always more, that 
it goes back to what I said earlier that heaven's resources, and this is something that I've been really trying to retrain my thought process. Heaven's resources are not limited by any means necessary. There is room for me. There is more than enough. I live in an abundant, I'm looking at my sticky note right here that I have. Um, this is my office space. It's my, it's my study, my cubby in my apartment, but this is office, okay? Because we're going to believe that this is going to grow into something bigger. But it okay. says right here, I serve a God of abundance. I live in an abundant universe. I am worthy of an abundant life. Abundance. I love it. I love it. Um, what's one belief you've had to unlearn in order to achieve a level of success? That I'm not rejected. Rejection is something I experience, but I am not rejected. Mm -hmm. um, what's one belief you've had, excuse me, what's one belief you have that you want your clients or target population to instill in themselves? If you don't heal your trauma, it's going to impact your finances because heal trauma manifest as freedom in your finances. Mm -hmm. That's so good. And how has embracing all aspects of you um, contributed to your success or equipped you to do what you do? I'm still in that process. So let me say that I'm learning to embrace the fullness of who it is that I've, I'm becoming. I'm embracing who I'm becoming. I'm letting go of what was, but I'm also being kind and patient and gentle to who I'm becoming while also reminding that little girl that it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I just want to point out too that like, as you level up, cause you will, you're going to have to go through that process over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's so good level to level healing is a journey healing is not a destination and I say that on my podcast I say that on every speaking engagement that I've had thus far healing is a journey after you heal and deal on this level okay we're gonna go to this level we're gonna have to heal and deal with some things because it's like what, what it says we go from glory to glory we haven't arrived listen if you are completely if you are completely whole and healed. Now, I do believe that there comes a, a time in the spirit, a time when you won't have to deal with things. But God going to always make sure you let's let's deal with that. Why are you shrinking back like that? How we overcame that. Let's go back to why you right. Because we'll get to a place and then we'll. No, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's keep let's keep pulling back the layers. So healing is a healing is a journey and your promised land is joy. Your promised land is peace. Your promised land is abundance. Your promised land is contentment. It's not things. Mm -hmm. And you also must realize too, that like, because you're doing each time you level up, you're making the world a better place. Mm -hmm. And so the enemy is going to swoop in and try to make those whispers of doubts and remind you of what once was. Mm -hmm. Like you said, you know, I thought we dealt with that. Mm -hmm. We did. I just temporary. I got temporary dementia because it happened right. all of us. Right. We got to go and get ourselves together and be like, OK. This this is where we are. And let's let's go. Right. Yeah. Um, that That's really real. That's so good. That's so good. So before we ask them how they can find you and reach out to you so they can 
get all this internal healing going on, this holistic approach. Um, any shout out, who's in your squad, who's you've been connected to um, that's just kind of helped you along this journey and with success? First things first is, is God. Mm-hmm. Um, I, when I tell you this is the most intimate and I call him Abba, I've created, given him another nickname. When I tell you this is the most intimate that Abba and I have been in a long time, I thought I knew God, thought I had a relationship, but now this, this feels different. This is intimacy. So shouting out my heavenly father, like the Lord of Lords, King of Kings, like God is the real OG y'all, like for real, real talk. Like said, so that's, that's the street side of Ramesha. Real talk, God is the real OG. I want to shout out my prayer partner, my prayer partner. My twin, who, who we have a, our bi-weekly talk with today, um, my friend that's Bishop. I won't call their names, but they once they listen, they know who they are. Um, my old downstairs roommate, my friend, he knows who he is. Just the people that God puts in my circle to be with me on this journey. Um, my inner healing sis, my other sis, and my dad. My dad and I have had some of the most intimate conversations. I now see my father from a different lens, again, as human, because we've had these in-depth talks. I've been able to understand how certain traumas that he didn't deal with were passed down to me. So, yeah, my, yeah, my tribe, my, my family from my school that I used to work at, cousins, they, my sister, they know who they are. Like, those are my people. From downstairs roommate to my daddy to Bishop, that's my friend, my twin sister, my prayer partner, just God has placed people in my life. And you and I talked about this. Um, Coming into this journey, he had me to close some doors. He had me to close some doors on some really long-term friendships. Two of them naturally dissolved. Two of them I had to have conversations with. And it was very hard for me. And it was a place where I was like, God, I don't have any friends. Oh, and my... I can't, I can't, I cannot not shout out my girl, Ray. I'm just going to say her name, Ray. My sister who understands this, this prophetic insight, this gift that God has given to both of us. Um, But I had to close some doors and it hurt. And I was like, God, like you're having me to close the doors. Like I'm lonely. I don't have any friends. But when I tell you this tribe, this tribe who has held me down, I wouldn't be having this conversation with you right now. Hey, I hadn't had conversations with each of them differently. And yeah. Totally get that. Totally get that. Cause like I, we were talking earlier, I told you in a, in a shedding season, they were plucked, but those seats were filled with people that definitely helped propel me on this mission, supported me, held me down, pushed me, you know, snatch edges all of the above to help me push past myself and push me out of my own way so I totally totally get that so then tell the people how they can find you where you at how they can stay connected you can find me on both Instagram and Facebook at I am dot Ramesha Nicole that's I am dot Ramesha Nicole 
the place that I'm normally on, because, you know, as an educator, recess is my favorite time. So I like to play on Instagram a lot. You can also check me out. Check out the podcast, The Ramesha Nicole Show, where it's all about ridding yourself of those internal debts to release those financial strongholds. We're currently in our In Recovery series of how to remove that last little bit of extracted energy so that you can go to your next. And so just find me over there, subscribe to the podcast and reach out. Go over to RamishaNicole.com. Love it. And all of that will be in the show notes for easy access. Thank you, Mama Sita. I love you to pieces. This has been so good. So, Thank so you good. for having me, Boot. Listen, and I can't wait until we are sailing. Listen, we, we need to sail in the Mediterranean Sea first. Yes, please. And thank you. I please and thank you. <laughs> I am down for that. Like one of my favorite foods is Mediterranean food. Like I would be in hog heaven, y'all. Yes. First oh on yes. Yes. I can't wait. Lots of hummus, patu salad. Listen, you know I love the Middle East. So all things Middle East, let's go. Let's go. Speaking to my soul. Yeah. Well, thank you, ma'am. I so appreciate you and have an amazing, marvelous, marvelous, marvelous Monday since that's when this will be played out. And I will talk to you soon. All right, babe. Thank you. Didn't I tell you she was dropping gems? This episode was so good. It touched on so many different facets of life that stem from trauma we may not even realize we endured. If you're not already following Ramesha, be sure to do so. All of her links are found in the show notes. And with that, have a marvelous, marvelous, marvelous Monday, and I'll see you back here, same time, same place next week.